We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world with all its power and might steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. On today's show, I want to talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion one more time. We have an Oklahoma representative who has made national news because she claims that DEI is a deity and that diversity, equity, and inclusion is God. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Good morning and welcome to The Rebellion. Thanks for listening into the show. Well, I know I covered it last week, but I want to go back and cover this topic of DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion, one more time. And the reason that I want to do this is because it's all over the news. There are multiple stories last week about DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. And they come within the context of our Republican House of Representatives voting down a bill that would have given parents the right to access the curriculum of their students. The public school assignments, textbooks, library materials, videos, etc. Our Republican legislature just voted down a bill, House Bill 2077, that would have given parents the right to simply access the materials that are being used to teach their kids in the local public schools. Schools that you pay for, by the way, with your tax dollars. They're not government schools. They're your schools. You pay for them. But yet you have representatives like Representative Goodwin here in Oklahoma who don't believe you should have the right to see what it is that you want to see. And Representative Bennett here in Oklahoma, two Democrats that are on record as saying, in Bennett's case, well, I don't think we should give parents the access to this material because it will get them, quote unquote, all riled up. Well, why would it get you riled up if all they're teaching is how to read and write and count and that the Constitution is a good thing rather than a bad thing? If that's what they're teaching, why would that get you riled up? Well, they're obviously teaching other things, and that's why this stuff is coming up across the nation. Diversity, equity, and inclusion is part of this conversation. Now, even though this bill, House Bill 2077, doesn't even address, doesn't even mention DEI, Representative Goodwin brings it up because she feels that this bill is disturbing because we have a superintendent of public instruction here in Oklahoma, Ryan Walters, who has been critical of DEI. He feels that it is contrary to its goals, that it is a ruse. I'm using my language, not his. That it's a lie. That when we talk about diversity, equity, inclusion, we're actually going in a negative direction rather than a positive direction. We're not talking about equality. We're talking about equity. We're not talking about unity. We're talking about diversity. And when we talk about inclusion, well, that sounds good, doesn't it? But really, the um, goal of inclusion within this particular model is to exclude. Like I've said before, it's the ultimate Orwellian spin. You have the Ministry of Inclusion citing a group of individuals that should be excluded from the public square because they don't like what you're saying. 
So it's a lie. And I want to talk about this more today, and I want to talk about it within the context of some Christian schools buying into this lie and actually hiring DEI officers. And I'm going to use Indiana Wesleyan University as one example. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. I'll be right back in a couple minutes. In 1978, George and Kate Tedford set out to protect Oklahoma businesses better. Today, their son and our CEO, Mark Tedford, is excited to carry on his family's legacy. Professional liability, compliance, property, workers' comp, health and life. Tedford Insurance's dedicated team gives you access to the nation's largest insurance providers, negotiates the best rates, and protects their own legacy like no one else. Call 918-299-2345 or tedfordinsurance.com. The Patriot Auto Group, locally owned and operated. The Patriot family of dealerships takes great pride in supporting the communities we serve throughout the great state of Oklahoma. The Patriot Auto Group's charitable work has been recognized throughout Oklahoma. Whether it's visiting one of our local dealerships or simply shopping and buying online with our doorstep delivery, the Patriot Auto Group takes the stress out of buying a new or used vehicle. And every purchase comes with our exclusive peace of mind, Patriot Pledge. You get engines for life, plus one-year maintenance and 10 full years of roadside assistance, plus so much more. Sure, we can sell you a car, but supporting our community and lending a hand to our neighbors in need? Sold. The Patriot Auto Group. Proud Oklahomans in the communities we serve. Okay, welcome back to the rebellion. So, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh, Republicans have bowed to this particular goddess. And I use that word intentionally because that is essentially what Representative Goodwin of Oklahoma has said. In the House Appropriations and Budget Committee, she said that diversity, equity, and inclusion, DEI is a deity. DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion, is God. That's her direct quote. Now, you know I covered this last week, but it's just too important to just let go. I want to beat this horse to death a little bit further here because this is the front line of the culture wars. And it's right here in Oklahoma where we have a Republican state legislature. We have a supermajority of Republicans here in Oklahoma. We take pride in it being the reddest of red states, at least conservatives do. And we have a good conservative representative, Chad Caldwell, who sponsored a bill, HB 2077, that simply would give parents the right to access their sons' and daughters' public school curricula. He watched his bill go down in flames by a vote of 24 against and only 8 for the bill. It didn't even get out of committee. So why? Why would a legislative committee of 26 Republicans and only 6 Democrats vote against simply giving moms and dads access to their children's textbooks and library material? You have to ask yourself that question. Well, it's it's even worse when you realize that Representative Goodwin's comments took place before the vote. Just before, 24 out of 32 committee members voted against parental involvement and curriculum transparency. In Oklahoma schools, Representative Regina Goodwin said that the bill was, quote, very disturbing to say the least. We have a state superintendent who does not want anything to do with diversity, equity, and inclusion. DEI is a deity, 
she said. And then she concluded, diversity, equity, and inclusion is God. Close quote. And then after this comment, after the comment, after everybody heard her claim that this is a religious view, that this is God, and she wasn't joking. She didn't laugh. She didn't smirk. There was no sense of exaggeration. She was trying to make a point. point. This is a priority equal to God to us. And after she made that comment, the chair called for a vote, and 18 Republicans, along with six Democrats, bowed in worship and homage to Ms. Goodwin's God. Her words, not mine. So, what exactly is DEI? I covered this last week, but I want to cover it again. What does this deity, again, her words, not mine, what does this deity demand of us? Well, first, the goddess of DEI is divisive. It's divisive. It's driven by dividing rather than uniting. The entire agenda is grounded in us against them, you against me, blacks against whites, men against women, the 99% against the 1%. This is textbook balkanization. The goal of DEI is to, is to divide America. They want a divided states of America rather than a United States of America. It's the age-old Marxist creed of class conflict rather than coming together in community. That, that's the irony, the upside-down world of communism, quite frankly. Communism should be people coming together in common solidarity. Well, that's not the case because it's driven by conflict. The bourgeoisie versus the proletariat, that was the economic conflict. Well, they couldn't win on that playing field, so they've just moved the goalposts. And now the conflict is between different races, different genders. You know, it's, 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 it's just us against them. It doesn't matter. As long as they've got the conflict, that's all they care. So the first thing about DEI, it's divisive. They talk about diversity, but really it's division. The, th- the second thing about it is it preaches blame. It's always somebody else's fault. DEI always looks out the window rather than in the mirror. And it teaches everyone to point a finger of accusation rather than to accept personal responsibility. It's like they're misspelling the word team, T-E-A-M. They insert an I. We've always been told there is no I in team. Well, they believe there is. It preaches that I deserve mine because it's your fault. The third thing is DEI is racist. That's pure and simple. It categorizes people by gender and skin color. It judges by appearance rather than character. It's the opposite of MLK's dream. It's a Marxist nightmare. And here's another thing. It also is the antithesis of a Judeo-Christian biblical worldview. Why? Well, because it encourages the eye to say to the hand, I have no need of you, which is exactly the opposite of what the Apostle Paul admonished, obviously. So DEI actually cuts off its nose to spite its face. It says the nose doesn't need the face, and the face doesn't need the nose. The eye can say to the hand, I don't need you, because it's pure racism. Fourth, DEI disparages equality. It, it says that all men are not created equal. According to DEI, talk of equal opportunity. Why do they use the word equity rather than equality? Well, there's a reason. Is because equal opportunity is just a plea for more white privilege. Equality isn't their goal. 
A level playing field is not what they want. This is not what the deity, the god of DEI, demands. Instead, they want to tilt the court so that someone is running uphill the entire game. Here's another thing. Proponents of DEI don't want competition. Excellence is sacrificed for the average. Average is good enough. They don't want anybody to be better than anyone else. For them, if no one wins, there are no losers. It is the quintessential participation trophy in its perpetual adolescence and juvenile at its core. Sixth, DEI explicitly breaks one of the Ten Commandments. I've talked about this before. Thou shalt not covet is one of the Ten Commandments. Well, in this dystopian land of DEI, coveting is good rather than evil. Your piece of the pie is bigger than mine. I want yours. I'm going to covet yours, and you need to give it to me. That's DEI. Seventh, DEI doesn't work. It it just doesn't work. I mean, by all measures, racial animus is on the rise in the United States. Well, why? When did the tide turn? Well, I've talked to you about this before, too. It started with the fundamental change of identity politics that was brought to us by who? Obama and Biden. The Obama-Biden administration brought us this racial animus that we're suffering right now. And now they're just doubling down on dumb. So the bottom line, in the world of diversity, equity, and inclusion, diversity means division and equity is synonymous with blame. But what of inclusion? I haven't talked about that much yet. Well, in the left's lexicon, this word doesn't mean what you think it means either. In the upside-down world of Mrs. Goodwin's religion, Inclusion, inclusion means denial. DEI denies science, it denies reality, it denies sanity, it denies adulthood, and it denies sin. Feelings rather than facts drive this religion. If I feel like I'm a woman, I am. If I feel like you're a bigot, you are. If I feel like the earth is dying, it is. If I feel like masks work, they do. And if I feel like you're a fascist, then you are. You triggered me, you offended me, you made me uncomfortable. You need sensitivity training. And you should be excluded because you're not inclusive. (laughs) You get what I'm saying here? You can't be tolerated because of your intolerance, and you should be censored because your speech threatens free speech. Inclusion. The I in DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Inclusion denies Logic, it denies sanity, adulthood, reality, it denies sin, it denies science. Inclusion denies. It denies common sense. It is the ultimate Orwellian spin. I just said that a minute ago, but I want to double down on making sure you understand me here. This is the ultimate Orwellian spin. It's the ministry of inclusion, and it has a long list of those who must be excluded because Big Brother said so. So why in the world are Republicans buying into this nonsense? Why? Why? The answer is pretty simple in my mind. When you've sold your soul for political power, even if you're a Republican, when you've sold your soul for that political power, you'll do just about anything to keep it, even if it means bowing to this foolish, false god. To use Representative Goodwin's words. She's the one who said it. I'm not making it up. You'll do anything, including bowing to this foolish, false god, this deity of DEI.
Now, I want to remind you the Republicans that voted for this, DEI. They voted for DEI by agreeing with Representative Goodwin when she said DEI is deity, DEI is God. And then they voted with her to shut down this bill that would give parents the right to see that they're teaching this garbage to your kids. They just don't want you to see it because, according to Representative Bennett, it'll get you all riled up. Now, there were only eight people that voted for it. These are the good guys. These are the Republicans that voted for this bill, House Bill 2077. Call them and thank them. Eight voted for it, 24 against. Those that voted for it are Hassenbeck, LePac, Hilbert, Martinez, Kendricks, Pfeiffer, Lawson, and Wallace. I'll say that one more time. These are the good guys. Hassenbeck, LeBeck, excuse me, LePac, L-E-P-A-K. Hassenbeck, LePac, Hilbert, Martinez, Kendricks, Pfeiffer, Lawson, and Wallace. If you're listening right now and you're from Oklahoma and those people are your representatives, if you live in a district where one of these people represents you, then call them and thank them for having a spine and courage and common sense and respecting your parental rights. Hassenbeck, LePac, Hilbert, Martinez, Kendricks, Pfeiffer, Lawson, and Wallace. Now, I want you to listen to those who voted against House Bill 2077. In other words, they agreed with Representative Goodwin. Number one, that parents should not have the right to access the curriculum that's being used to instruct your kids. Textbooks, library materials, videos, and whatnot. No, you can't see that because it'll get you all riled up. They don't want you to see what they're teaching about their God, D-E-I, their deity, the new God. The one that they want you to bow and worship. And you will be punished if you're not if you don't. This is an inquisition. Here are the Republicans that voted against House Bill 2077. They align themselves with Representative Bennett and Representative Goodwin. Baker, Boatman, Hill, McBride, Bayshore, Bowles, Curbs, McIntyre, Nichols, Sterling, Ford, Lowe, Miller, Osborne, Strom, Luttrell, Moore, and West. Those are Republicans. Republicans. You elected them because they told you they believed in conservative values. They sent you campaign material just this last campaign season, aligning themselves with America first. Trump standing against the left-wing agenda of Joe Biden. But yet they just align themselves with Bennett, who doesn't want you to see the material because you'll get all riled up, and Goodwin, who says that DEI is a deity and is God. I'm going to read those Republican names to you one more time. Baker, Boatman, Hill, McBride, Bayshore, Bowles, Curbs, McIntyre, Nichols, Sterling, Ford, Lowe, Miller, Osborne, Strom, Luttrell, Moore, and West. Now, there were Democrats, six Democrats, that joined these Republicans. And those Democrats are Goodwin, Provisano, Blancet, Bennett, Munson, and Ransom. So, if you have a Republican representative that I just listed off, Recognize that they agree with Bennett and Goodwin and voted against your parental rights to get involved in your kids' education. 
they voted with somebody who said that there's a new God that you must bow and worship. To the extent where you can't even see what they're teaching your kids. They don't want you to see the theological indoctrination that's taking place. The theology of this deity, this diversity, equity, and inclusion God. DEI is God. You must bow and you must worship. Now, while this is going on, okay, you think, well, I'm going to pull my kids out of the public schools and I'm just going to send them to a private Christian school. Well, be careful. (laughs) Be careful because you don't know what you're going to get there either. This, this story is exactly a year old, but it's current. And it's a very pertinent story because this is one of the largest Christian universities in the nation. Indiana Wesleyan University. Now, I know Indiana Wesleyan University very well because it's a sister school to Oklahoma Wesleyan University, where I was president for some 17, 18 years. Now, this is a story. It's a press release. It's not even a story. They're proud of it. They put this as a press release on their Indiana Wesleyan website, February 23rd, 2022. Okay? Dr. Dowling is being announced as Indiana Wesleyan University's new vice president of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Now, stop. Full stop right there. They created a new vice presidential position, a new administrative department, administrative overhead, administrative expense, and yet they're going to charge you $40,000 a year in tuition, room, and board to go to school there. Do you think maybe they have inflated costs because they're adding all of this administrative overhead? Forget, forget the fact that this is a broken worldview and that this Christian school is stumbling over itself to mimic and parrot a broken worldview of DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion, rather than talking about unity, equality, and rather than talking about responsibility, unity, equality, and responsibility, they're talking about diversity, equity, and inclusion. this This is, quite frankly, one of the predictable diseases that Christian schools catch. They want to be respected in the academy. They want to be able to rub elbows in the ivory tower with their secular counterparts. They don't want to be looked down upon because they work for a lesser school. So they stumble over themselves all of the time to embrace the newest intellectual ideological fad. And this is an example of them doing it at Indiana Wesleyan University. So they announced that this Dr. Dowling is being hired to be the first vice president for diversity, equity, and inclusion at Indiana Wesleyan University, a university that is part of the Wesleyan tradition, the holiness tradition, a university that should be standing for unity rather than division, equality rather than a Marxist dream of equity. And they should be talking about real inclusion rather than this denial that comes with the inclusive agenda of DEI. Here's what they say in their press release. Dr. Dowling will work with the other executives across the IW campus to create a community that reflects kingdom diversity and values each member's earthly and eternal worth by embracing an inclusive staff, faculty, and student population and establishing an equitable work and learning environment. See how they've embraced the language? They can't even think their way out of a paper bag. They bought the language, the upside-down definitions, of diversity, equity, and inclusion. 
Part of Dr. Dowling's mission is to fill the gaps within the diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts of the university. Well, I think you're a diversity now. I don't think you're a university any longer because you're disparaging the very concept of unity by embracing diversity to the extreme that it's divisive. It divides. I'll go back to their press release. This is what Dr. Dowling says. I value my diverse cultural heritage. I have had experience of otherness in life. Otherness in life? Why can't they just communicate in a normal fashion rather than buying the stilted language of the left? I've I've had experiences of otherness in life and global understandings that have shaped my worldview. Maybe the Bible should shape your worldview rather than otherness. I want to share that with others by supporting, collaborating with, educa- and with and educating and empowering them. Who? I don't know. I guess they're, she's talking about students. After graduating from Marion High School, that's where Indiana Wesleyan is, Marion, Indiana, Dr. Dowling attended Ball State University in Muncie, Indiana, where she earned a Ph.D. in educational studies. That's what my Ph.D. is in, by the way, and I know that it's a broken model. It is laden with LGBTQIA, SJW, BLM, DEI. It is the emblematic compromise of ideological sanity. Uh, She has a Bachelor of Arts in Spanish uh, and Japanese teaching. She taught Spanish and Japanese at a high school level in Indianapolis and Muncie School Districts and at the university level at Indiana University in Kokomo, Ball State University, Taylor University, another Christian university, Olivet Nazarene University, another Christian university, and Indiana Wesleyan University. Now, I want to zero in on that. She has taught this stuff at Taylor Olivet Nazarene, and Indiana Wesleyan. Three prominent Christian universities that you're going to spend a boatload of money to send your kids to because you think they're getting something different than fill-in-the-blank for your local state school. Well, are you? Are you getting anything different if they're going out there and hiring diversity, equity, and inclusion vice presidents to bring this broken ideology, this Marxist worldview, to your Christian campus? Ask yourself that. Okay. Uh, in her most recent role as the first executive director of Multicultural Learning and Engagement at Indiana Wesleyan National, she advanced the work of Christ-centered diversity and brought great value and perspective to the broader inclusive excellence and work at IWU. Dr. Dowling's education, experience, talents, and gifts have prepared her for her new role as Vice President for Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. Again, I'm reading from their press release. <laughs> this is something they're proud of. Here, here's a quote from the then president of Indiana Wesleyan University, Dr. David Wright. Diversity and equality. Now, now notice he stumbled in using good, he, he used the word equality rather than equity there. I believe that was just a, a mistake. Diversity and equality are deeply rooted in both the Wesleyan Church and Indiana Wesleyan University's heritage, said Dr. David Wright, president of IWU at the time. That's changed since then. He retired. I, I'm excited, he says, to have Dr. Dowling continue to lead our IWU community in our ongoing DEI efforts. Well, then you better define DEI properly, Dr. Wright, because you just used the word equality, which they consider to be a plea for white privilege rather than the acceptable term of equity. They don't want equality equal opportunity, because that implies that some people will succeed while others don't. 
because you have equal opportunity, you can fight for your success. But equity is it doesn't permit that. You have to have equitable outcomes rather than equal opportunity within the DEI model. Dr. Wright knows that, but he stumbled into using an old word, diversity and equality. All right, back to his, she is highly respected across the university and has collaborated, collaborated on many university-wide DEI initiatives. He uses DEI twice in his statement here. He's saying this. He's celebrating DEI. She is a gifted educator and an outstanding leader who will, will work tirelessly, tirelessly to drive the university to become a community that reflects and promotes the diversity of God's kingdom. Now, I want to be clear. I do believe obviously, in a diverse representation within God's kingdom, the body of Christ. Anybody who is a racist or a bigot listening to the show, I do not embrace your worldview. Uh, The body of Christ is a colorless body, but it's comprised of many colors. Why is it colorless? Because it's colorblind. We don't say to one part of the body, we have no need of you. We embrace all components of the body. And we judge people by the content of their character rather than the color of their skin. But it is a diverse group. But this worldview has butchered the definition of these terms. And this Christian college is stumbling over itself to embrace these broken definitions. Diversity meaning division. Equity meaning equal outcome rather than equal opportunity. And inclusion basically being blatant denial. Denial of reality. Denial of science. Denial of sin. It's the denial of the obvious. It's a denial of the biblical worldview and the Judeo-Christian ethic. And none of us should bow down and worship this God. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion.